When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Hello, welcome back to Smash Pod. This is part two. If you want to hear part one, why not go back and listen to that? In the meantime, here's part two. I hope you enjoy. I really do. When you were young and your heart was an open book Oh, you used to say, live and let live But if this ever-changing world in which we live in makes you give it a cry, say live and let die. So the next day, they get up in the morning because she doesn't want to be on her own in the, at night, and Roger's wearing the worst outfit I've ever seen. So let's talk about it. It's, it's mm. a double denim number. Yeah. Big flared trousers. Big flared trousers. Pumps. Mm-hmm. White pumps. Yeah. Uh, um, big denim jacket thing and a, 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 a white vest. Yeah, he looks like one of those. He looks like one of the extras that storms the stadium and escape to victory. <laughs> he's, 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 he's that's that's how just how seventies he's he looks. Yeah. Um. He's he's have, Rosie's having a shower. Yeah. And he and he gets the card, yeah. the mysterious card, and then he says he's, he's going to pop to the tarot shop. Yeah, it's the Queen of Cups, isn't it? The yeah. Queen of Cups is the card, which we find out what it means later. Yeah, yeah. Goes to the goes to the tarot shop mm-hmm. to seek advice. Is this the point where he buys a a ton of lovers cards? I'm guessing so. How many lovers cards have you got? Oh, we've got about five hundred. I'll have them all. How many lovers cards come in a pack of tarot cards? <laughs> is it two? Maybe is it two of each. Yeah. One for the dealer and one for the yeah, the the, the customer. <laughs> it must be. So I mean, there's a lot of lovers. He would have had to buy a, a stack of them. Mm. Anyway, that's in the back with the hamper. Yeah, and they go on, they go on a picnic because she's going to show him where Baines was killed. Uh, up is it is it over the hill down there? Yeah, and she says, um, he says, I thought Baines was killed in the hills, darling. And she says, up the hills down there. Yeah. And yeah, he says, "Ah, oh, well, let's have a bite of lunch. I have some excellent pate in the hamper." There's an excellent pate in the hamper. Yeah, it's it's, it's extraordinary. 
Um, and then they have what? What else is in that hamper? I exactly. like. I reckon it's sort of a maybe a Ginsters buffet bar. Yeah, pork pie, pork pie. Yeah, Fortnum's. Do you know what? That's funny because what was that? Roger Moore's favourite food was a Fortnum's pork pie. Yes. Well, there's that wonderful story where there was a newspaper, a local newspaper, did an, a, a, an exclusive saying spotted Roger Moore eating a Scotch egg in uh, uh, <laughs> in a restaurant in our town. And on Twitter, Roger replied saying, actually, it was a ham hock terrine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those were the days. Yeah. And Twitter was nice. Uh, <sighs> so he, he has sex with Rosie and then he shows her the card and says, um, I've got the Queen of Cups, which means you're a deceitful, perverse woman, a liar, a cheat. And, and I puts, want some answers now. And he puts a gun in her face. I love that because she says, you wouldn't do that after what we've just done. <laughs> <laughs> I certainly wouldn't have done it before. <laughs> And then she kind of spits at him like an angry cat. Yeah, and runs, which is the least. It's the least she could do, really. Oh. Um, and the, and yeah, she runs away. Oh, she runs because she sees the statue, doesn't she? She sees. The, she sees, and, and that's it. And he asks oh. her to make her choice. Mm. Um, she's caught. She's caught in a in a sort of Mexican standoff. Really? No. She's just. She's just. Yeah. Oh, also, we she's wearing to mention, his vest as well. Yeah, we forgot to mention that the, they meet Quarrel Junior because uh, Rosie thinks he's evil. Uh, oh a, yes, yeah. oh, of course we've missed out the whole Quarrel Junior bit. Yeah, unbelievable. Oh, bugger! So they turn mm. up at the harbour mm. in a mini moke. Yeah. They ignore the <laughs> um, the the carousing and the and the um, uh, the uh, other the other fishermen. Mm. Uh, services, which okay. always makes me feel a bit anxious. I hate that on holiday when yeah. you when you're on holiday and, and and people are asking you to go into their restaurant and you have to. You go, I'm really sorry, I'm going here tonight. No. But um, doesn't matter because Bonds already knows where he's going. Yeah, the man he's been sending his signals to, Quarrel Junior. Yeah, and you know, sorry, I killed your dad. In Doctor No, yeah, he kind of right? gets him burnt to death. Yeah, in Doctor No, yeah, by a by a dragon tank. Right. In inverted commas, yes. And um, Rosie then goes downstairs to get change. Mm-hmm. Where can I get change? Clothes off? Where? That's what she says to <laughs> that's, him. That's right. <laughs> and meanwhile, Roger's just fishing. Roger's just fishing. With a fishing. cigar on. With a, of course, with a mm. cigar on. Mm. She goes down and discovers uh, Quarrel's um, sort of spy cabinet. Yeah. And it's the shittest way in i mean it's a hook where you're supposed to put a coat mm-hmm. and she just hangs her silk dressing gown and it opens of course it does because that's the mechanism it just yeah that must happen all the time quarrel must be like, all oh, the time don't not that hook not that hook oh fuck oh, <laughs> oh look, i'm a spy I'm a, I'm a i'm a spy's mate you know that plumbers have like plumbers mates i'm a spy's mate i hope this means you'll still sleep with me and the money, my money's still good Look, look, let's just go upstairs. We'll catch a marlin, and we'll go. And, and uh, you can have it for free. You can have the trip for free. Just don't tell anyone. Oh, just don't. Oh, I've got to fix that hook. <laughs> um, so yeah, skip to Rosie being killed. Rosie's being killed, mm. and it's a lovely little um, sort of what's the word shot. It's a beautiful shot of her lying, sort of almost iconic yeah, actually, yeah. of her lying on the. Eyes wide on the, open. On the eyes wide open. Mm. Terrifying. She's wearing Bond's vest as well. Mm, yeah. Um, so she's sort of doing that kind of girlfriend thing. Mm. Um, wearing her boyfriend's clothes. And she, but she's dead. She's dead in, the, dead in the woods. 
part of him must be thinking, well, I don't have to ring her again now. So, but yeah, that's it. I mean, she she's a bit of a pain. Yeah, quite, um, quite happy about this, you know. And she's been shot dead by a uh, a scarecrow who looks like Mark Arm from um, Mud Honey. <laughs> <laughs> They all look like they all look like they're from the Seattle grunge yeah, scene. They do. Yeah. The one she um, sees before she runs away is Chris Cornell. It's Chris Cornell. Yeah. And Mark Arm just shoots her. Terrible. Um Coconut Mark Arm. Coconut Mark Arm. That's he's got he's been on the island alone for ages, so he's had to make <laughs> clothes out of what he can find. Uh yeah, she <laughs> So she's Rosie's gone. Yeah. So then we cut to Bond going to and a hang glider smoking a cigar. Oh, is it there already? Are we there yeah, already? Yeah. Wow. Because he this wears all black, and then he knocks that man off the cliff, which I always enjoy. I might add that Roger Moore was terrified filming this, so was he? he was actually. Mm. There were points where he was. It was actually him, mm. um, and uh, he was kind of teetering on the edge of this cliff, about sort of thirty feet above, above sort of. Uh, well, the cliff level, yeah. but then uh, overhanging an enormous cliff. Um, yeah, and he had to. It was actually him. But it's fairly so, Monty Python esque the way he just flies past that man, and then poof, and the man's like, Whoa! yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> off he goes, and then he lands. Bearing in mind he's dressed in all black and it's night time. Yeah, and he removes his black clothes to reveal like a white suit. Yeah, a white suit. Yeah, and leaves the just leaves the hang glider there, the like Lord, doesn't. Yeah. You know, later bonds that would be invisible. There would be a little yeah. gadget. There would be a gizmo. But yeah, I mean, I, I kind of like it. But the anyway, thing is, that, that works if you're slipping in and slipping out. But he's there for a while, and no one spots that hang glider on the lawn. Yeah, he must have just thought it was a and really it, fat it, moth. He goes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you do get them. You do. You do get some strange creatures in the that, that particular climate. Pretty loads of people on Twitter um, around then Sam Monique going, sorry, does anyone know what this is? <laughs> How do I get rid of it? <laughs> uh, he, uh, he, but it seems to be, it seems that he goes to, um, he goes to the Kananga's uh, villa. Yeah. Should say villa? Yeah. Mansion. Yeah. Uh, to uh, basically um, to find out about the wise woman or something. Yeah, is that right? I think so, yeah. Who he's already kind of met. Yeah. Or he doesn't, I suppose he doesn't know that she's because obviously she was in Mr. Big's office, but he doesn't put two and two together. I, I want to know why she's called Solitaire, because obviously we find out later on that her mum was a wizard, but she yeah. had sex and then she lost her power. Right. But you'd want to give your daughter a better card-based name than Solitaire. Yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe that's the name that, you know, maybe... Like sort of in a reservoir dogsy way, mm. sort of Kananga sat them all down. Went right, your whisper. Mm-hmm. Shut up, Jeremy. Your whisper. <laughs> Joan, your solitaire. Uh-huh. Your teehee, and so on. Teehee. Um, teehee. <laughs> and I'm Mr. Big. And I'm Mr. Big. Why can't I be Mr. Big? Because you're teehee. Because you laugh a lot. <laughs> I've never laughed in my life. <laughs> I've never laughed in my life. <laughs> well, start laughing because your name's Teehee. He pulls a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Laugh. Why am I whisper? Oh yeah, sorry. 
Sorry, sorry. Why am I whisper again? Because <laughs> you whisper a lot. Everyone looks at him. Oh yeah, sorry. Don't mind me. Carry on. Uh, anyway, there's a. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Solitaire comes into her special card reading room, and Bond's sat in the chair, which it turns out isn't a dress. It's like a chair you sit in that makes you look like. Oh yeah. Makes you look like chair. It's a chair. It's a chair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it makes you look like so. You know, it's like you're part of like Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah, you, you, it, and it's a complete mechanism as well. It's the hat. Once the hat's off, the table splits. Yeah. Um, it's a, it's it's an incredible device, but yeah, he's there just dicking around with the cards, right? Yes, and she says, "You you know what else can touch those cards? Put them down. Mm. It is a blasphemy." Yeah. Um. Solitaire. Very pure. Mm. The purest Bond girl so far, perhaps? Oh, easily, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Doesn't, all, doesn't end up that way, does it? No, it does not. No. She's a big fan by the end. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, not all. <laughs> not all. Anyway, <laughs> put that down. Yeah. Um, put them down. Yeah. But, but they say we're going to get it on. Mm. All of them do, actually. And if you believe, if you really believe in this, mm. um, then you'll you'll pick one. Yeah, and there's loads of them. Yeah, there's a big wodge. Yeah, big wodge of Rog. Big wodge of lovers. Yeah, um, she's like, well, if they say that, then I suppose I better, I better, I better stay with you. You know, mm. it's, it's, it's it's my destiny. So it's it's post uh, coitus. Quartus. Yeah. She's, you know, she's really upset. Mm. She's lost her powers. <laughs> she's lost her powers, at which point Roger gets out of bed to yeah. uh, leave. I don't know yeah. what he goes to yeah. do. He kind of says, oh, yeah, don't worry about it. I kind of, the cards were stacked in my favour a bit. Doesn't he get back in bed and say that? Like yeah. He gets up to leave so that we can find out that she is, as you say, which really made me laugh when I read this, that he had awoken the Kraken. Oh, no, this was later on, actually. Yeah. This was in the, in the, the boat. Yeah. But um, she wants to have sex again. Yeah. She wants round two. She says, it's, no, lesson number two. That's right. And he says... Oh, God, what does he say? Well, yeah, there's no sense going off half-cocked. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, so he gets into bed, and this is when he says they, the cards were stacked in my favour, mm. and I, uh, I groomed you into into yeah. sex with me. Yeah, I mean that's effectively what he did. Yeah, it's not his. Um, it's not uh, Bond's um, high point, is it? No. But hey, <laughs> don't know what that means. No, no, it's something farmers deal with. Um, so him and Solitaire, he then says to her, like, we're going to go. I've got, a, I know a boat man. He doesn't say that. I've got uh, a friend. I've got a friend. He's got a boat. Got a boat. And we're going to hand this whole case over. Mm. To the FBI. He doesn't say to that. The, all the way to the <laughs> FBI. To the CIA. And uh, yeah, a nice man called Felix is going to take and we can get out of here. Yeah. And they go on. This is the good bit where they go out. And then Kananga finds out that she's she's escaped with Bond. Well, he doesn't know she's with Bond, I don't think. Oh, no, he does, because they're being watched, aren't they? Yeah. And, and this is where they bump into Samedi in the graveyard playing a flute. Badly. Yeah. 
I mean, he could at least play London's Burning or something. Yeah, something like that. Because then they could um, have all done that thing where they play different bits, but it all sounds yes, nice. Exactly, yeah. Bring um, water. <laughs> fire, fire. <laughs> Put the, I can't remember that. But, of course, yeah. his flute doubles up as a... Radio. Radio as a little extension bit, which would, I mean, which would kill the, the, the instrument, the mechanics would, of the instrument, wouldn't it? It would, yeah. definitely. But uh, they're heading, they're heading for the hill. Yeah, and then when they get to the hill, we realise what this whole shebang is all about. I mean, it looks like Hove. Mm-hmm. It looks actually like where you're from in the world, John. Yes, it does. It looks it's like the South Downs. It does. But I, I believe it probably is Jamaica, right? Uh, I, I think, yes, it was, yeah. Yeah. But he should have done what he did in um, Fury's Only. He should have got one of the poppies, scrunched it in his hand, licked it and said, raw opium. <laughs> but, oh, yeah. But yeah, they're, they're growing heroin plants, basically. They're growing poppies under yeah. big nets, so you yeah. can't see them from the from the sky. And that's what it's all about. And that's what it's all about. And then the, then it, then comes a chopper. Yeah, machine guns at them with machine guns. And then they race uh, into the town, and they get in a London bus, a blue route master. Yeah, it's great. Um, isn't it? It's lovely. Mm. It's really lovely. Driven by the same man who does the stunt in the On the Buses movie, where the, the bus goes in a circle on a squid on the skid pan. So it's yes, yeah. uh, I, it's, there's an ext- extraordinary fact uh, uh, along with that. On in, you, in your book, you're talking mm. about the, yeah, the on the buses stunt man and how that film made more money at the, in the cinema than Dimes Are Forever. That's right, incredible. It was the number one UK box office film of 1971. That's insane. <laughs> it is. That's remarkable. Yeah. Um, so off on they get on the bus. Yeah. Jane Solitaire's at the back. Yeah, I think she said that some of that's really her in the back there. Yeah. Again, oh, you can terrified. See it. Yes, absolutely. You can mm. see, um, certainly at the end of the chase, uh, when they pull up at the dock, Yeah, it's her speeding along. Mm, She's in the window. But the, the, I mean, the, a busman's dream, though, because they get to drive under a low bridge and chop the top off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was always, it was always a really impressive uh, sequence, this. Mm. Love it. I've always enjoyed the sort of quirky sequences more than the kind of fast and furious ones. I, I love the two CV chase in um, mm. Fury's Eyes Only. The um, tank in Goldeneye. The tank in Goldeneye. I yeah. mean, the moon buggy in <laughs> Diamonds. <laughs> yeah. It's, I, I like, I like the, I'm a fan of the, of the quirky chases. Yeah. I think that's the, what Bond's all about when you boil it down. View to a kill exactly. as well with the taxi that gets chopped into Invention. bits. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. With the the stunt driver who looks like he's got hay on his head. Yeah, you said hay earlier. You were you were predicting the they, future. That's it. Yeah, hay. Yeah. That's what I meant. Exactly. Um, yeah. So they get back so on the, Coral's the, boat. All change under the line. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like a dad joke. Dad joke. Brilliant. <laughs> all change under the line. Onto the boat. Beautifully ADR'd as well because there's no way he's saying that as he jumps off the bus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, uh, the, the 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 rope is chopped, yeah, and we're back in the belly of Quarrel's Quarrel's boat. His wooden beast in the in the belly of that steel beast. Mm-hmm. Um, he and this is where mm. uh, she's freaking out. They'll never stop looking for her. Yes. Um, where does Bond say? Where do you want to go? 
yeah. to that effect. Yeah, basically, he says we can go anywhere. We can go anywhere. Anywhere yeah. where there's one of these, she says. That's right. Lying duck on the bed. Yeah. He thinks Quarrel's so. just upstairs. Yeah. Dear, oh dear. Um, <laughs> but this is the moment in the book where you said that Bond has awoken a kraken of lovemaking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which really, oh dear. Lol. Oh. Yeah. Bloody oh. lol. Thanks, mate. Proper um, lols. So they, they then go and uh, they arrive at the uh, airport. Oh, they arrive and they get picked up by that taxi driver again. Yeah. And he takes them yes. to a uh, sort of mini airport. Yeah, he takes them to, yeah, like sort of Goodwood Aerodrome. Yeah. And um, when... Now, this was always a confusing part for me when yeah. I was a kid because Solitaire was established as sort of a, the purest uh, Bond girl so far, hmm. raised on her... on. on Raised on her cards, mm-hmm. um, not very very limited exp- life experience, and she's able to kind of um, pull a fast one here. And so we we meet um, we meet Adam for the first time. Yes, uh, who is played by Tommy Lane. Yeah, who's ve- who's very good in this. Very good. He is good. And um, and they they intend to throw. Uh, Bond out of the plane mm. into a lake. That's right. And Solitaire says, my only regret is that I won't be there to see it. And then all of a sudden, it all kicks off. And, when, yeah. and this really confused me as a child. Yeah. I I didn't know what side she was on. I didn't see it as a kind of uh, 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 an exercise in deceit. No. no I didn't mean. think she was capable of it no. as a character. Um. It seems a bit strange, but hey, what did you, did you, I imagine you knew exactly what it was straight away, right? Absolutely not. No, like you, I was always confused. This this always felt like a sort of half-baked scene, all this. It yeah. It feel like it's quite there yet. And because Bond basically yeah. runs around the airport, then runs into Mrs. Bell, who's having a fly, flying lesson. Mrs. Bell. Yeah. I was, I, I was, I was hoping perhaps we would be Zooming tonight because I was going to come as Mrs. Bell. Oh, Oh, I'm sorry about with, that. With flying hat. No, no, that's all right. No, I mean, I couldn't find, I couldn't find my hat. So I can just um, imagine you as. Mrs. I would have been. I would have just looked like Elton John, sat here. Dill Dandy. Um, yeah. Because hmm. <laughs> he's Dill Dandy so, now. He's not Elton John. Dill Dandy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Extraordinary. God. Poor man. He's only trying to raise money for charity. Yeah. Exactly. Come on. Yeah. Let him have a Dill Dandy whenever he wants. <laughs> or you might be saying I'm Jill Dando. That'd be even worse. I'm Jill Dando. <laughs> Gosh. God. Um, yeah. So Mrs. Bell. Now this bit's weird because but this is just an excuse for them to do a bit of business with a little airplane, isn't it? And drive yeah. it around, chop the wings off, and everything. But we, he runs away from Mrs. Bell because she says, "Oh shit!" And I think this is the first time we've heard the word "shit." Yeah. In the film. First, goes, oh, first time we brought it. Oh shit! When mm. he's going through the hangar. Yeah. And we're and we're about to rip the wings off. But it's, um, it's good Bond jokery because when he arrives back exactly where he found her after dispatching yeah. a few of the henchmen, the guy who's supposed to be doing the flight school is just getting off the phone and goes out to see Mrs. Bell. That's right. As Bond runs And away. this bit always disturbed me yeah, go on. in the film. Yeah. And you probably know what I'm going to say, right? Yeah. 
Felix mm-hmm. is then we then go to Felix and he's got a, he's got a Mr a very angry Mr Bleaker at the end of the phone. <laughs> now Mr Bleaker I'm sure I'm not questioning you you're you're a veteran. Mm-hmm. And uh, he gets off the phone and Bond asks how is Mrs Bell and he says intensive care. Yeah. Which is so sad I'm because guessing that before seems... he got out of the plane he beat her really horribly with a tire iron. <laughs> with a jack. <laughs> yeah. With a chalk. He swung a chalk in her, in her head. She does look no, a bit I, like a fly, like Jeff Goldblum's fly. <laughs> he might have just suddenly had a flashback, because David Hedison, of course, was the fly. So this is all linking then, up. Oh, there you go, of course, yeah. yeah. Wow. But she seems so, you know, the, 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 the tone of that scene, mm. it seems to me that the crux of that scene is that she's calm and collected. Yeah. Uh, she's going, she's, she's prepared to go, to go with it. Yeah. To the point that she's giving him advice. Mm. That's the that's the sort of um, the, the 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 balance of the scene. Yeah, the dynamic. Yeah, and when he leaves her, she just seems really unfazed, and I really yeah. liked that. Yeah, and then when I found out she was in intensive care, I thought it's just absolutely tragic. There's a lot. Of God knows what's going on inside that that woman's body at mm. the time. She's obviously very good at concealing stress. Must be. Um. Poor Mrs. Bell. I mean, who knows? But Roger's being Hopefully fitted for a suit her. and he doesn't give a shit. No, he doesn't care. Uh, that one's a bit loud and I'll take the two greens or something. <laughs> I don't. He's picking He's picking ties. That's right, yeah. yeah. Um, to wear to Mrs. Bell's funeral, I assume. Oh, well. I hope he picked a black one. It's uh, poor Mrs. Bell. That was a disturbing moment for me. those Twitter notifications? Forgot to watch anything but Netflix? Dreading the video conference small talk at nine? You need a new vitamin, you know. You need the Smart 7. It's a brand new daily podcast that puts your brain into gear. Everything you need to know in less than seven minutes. You need the Smarts? Hey, we got the Smarts. The Smart 7, every weekday at 7 a.m. Available right now on Spotify and all the usual places. 
That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So meanwhile, uh, Strutter's murdered. So Strutter's outside the Villa of Soul in yeah. New, New Orleans. Yeah, he's, he's, uh, Felix says the Strutter's keeping an eye on the place. Yeah. Yeah. And and he is. Yeah. And uh we see the same setup, him outside, smoking his pipe. Mm. The assassin sort of stands next next to next to him, we saw in the pre title sequence. Yeah. And then the funeral begins and all of a sudden we hear the celebrity celebrity baby. Um Like they've just heard Nigel Farage has died. <laughs> it's yeah quite um, yeah um we know what's happened yes we do i'm, I'm sorry to say because we liked strutter yeah there wasn't um, enough of strutter in the film i think really no but at least one of the okay. time bands is um, strutter so that's kind of a tribute i like to think well that's there you go yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's a tribute to uh strutter and uh, yeah so they're, they're in the villa the, the new orleans branch mm. Of the uh, Phileo Soul. Yeah. Um, but this time, he's with Felix. Mm. And he's offered a booth. Yeah. But he, but he doesn't take it. No. Because he had a nasty turd in a booth. That's right. So he sits at a table, and then Felix gets a call from Strutter, in inverted commas. That's right. Well, doesn't Roger order another bourbon? He does. And Felix is like, hey, I've ordered this. What, what is it? What are the drinks? There's two Sasseracs. I'm going to look that up. Oh, it's the world's, is it the world's oldest cocktail? No. It's a cognac or whiskey cocktail. Ah. There you go. Two Sasseracs. Two tas- Sasseracs, please. Mm. Two cataracts. Two cataracts. Ear cataracts. <laughs> <laughs> two ear cataracts, please. <laughs> So Felix goes off to get the call, but this time, instead of having a nasty turn, he goes through the floor. Goes through the floor, mm. and there's and there's another sort of there's a me- so there's another sort of little meta moment where he, the entertainment is. Oh, um, God, this is so good. It's Live and Let Die, isn't it? This is yeah. singing Live and Let Die. What, what's the name of the singer? Hey, go Brenda Arno. There Brenda Arno. Yeah, it's a great version. Lovely. Oh. It's lovely. But sinister. The yeah. scene makes it sinister. Definitely. And um, and he and, and down he goes yeah. into the depths of the filio soul. Mm-hmm. In which uh, uh, at which point Felix comes back from the call and says, "What happened to my friend?" And the waiter says, "What happened to your friend? Listen to this." And I want to see the lie. I want to see what he spins. Yeah. He says he shat himself, and he <laughs> called it a dirty protest. At the, the amount we're charging here for our sausage rolls. He got up on that stage and he shit himself. <laughs> <laughs> All over the place. Um, yeah, I want to know what he... What, how the hell did he persuade Felix that what happened happened? 
Um, oh, meanwhile, man. Bond's downstairs. Yeah. The chair with the buckles, that there's, there's a little mechanism on the back yeah. and they turn it on and, and the buckles come out of the, the, onto the arms, but they don't go all the way. So he could probably just slide his arms out. But it looks really cool. Well, he meets, he's confronted with Mr. Big. Yeah, that's right. And he gets strapped into that chair. Uh, Mr. Big says, you know, you've been picking at me like some kind of maggot. Yeah. Uh, he says, first you go up to Harlem and kill one of the brothers, and that disturbed me. <laughs> and he's basically saying, look, have you touched this woman? Did you mess with that? That's right. Did you mess with that? Yeah. And then, uh, to which Bond says, I will only answer... I will only answer... I will only... What is it? I'll, not until I see Kananga. That's right, yeah. Right. And then he removes his mask. We, we, the, the transformation. Yeah. Now, at this point when I was a child, I, mm. I convinced my grandmother um, that they sold these masks at the local chemists. Um, and she believed me. Mm. We didn't let die was one of the, the sort of go-to films when I used to hang out at my nan's. Yeah. And uh, so, or I used to take it with me. But yeah, I convinced her that they sold these masks at the local chemist. Mm. And so we walked up to the local chemist in... In Bognor Regis, and she asked the lady if, but she didn't know what she was asking for. So yeah. she went, um, "Do you have the? Do you do, do you sell these masks? My grandson says that you sell these masks where it's like a what is it?" And I was there going, "Well, it's like a kind of face. You change your face, you change your face." And this poor girl didn't have a clue what this what Anne was asking her for. So she sort of handed her a face pack, and I kind of looked at her and went, "No, that's not it." And then just grabbed a whistle lollipop. Right, they were good. Uh, they was, were good, though. Oh, they were great, yeah. and you could only get them at the chemist. I was going to say you could only get them in the chemist. They yeah. all look. They look like the um, the baddie from the end of Tron. Yes, <laughs> they do. They do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I bought a Tron lolly. Yeah. And uh, we went. I went home and watched the rest of the film. I think you, uh, I think you got the better part of the deal. Otherwise, you'd have been pissing around with this makeup. And this was the eighties, so it'd have probably done you some real t- long term damage in your skin. Yeah, it would have taken my my cheeks off. Yeah, I would easily. have looked like I'd gone back to a firework or something. So so uh, yeah. Anyway, that's my uh, yeah. And we we see that it's Kananga. Of course, it's Kananga because I mean, we already know. At this point, it might as well be Kananga, and then he rips off the mask, and it's still Kananga. Yeah, it might as well be. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's just like a. It's like a healthier Kananga. Yeah. Then we get the, well, then we get to hear sort of the exposition of the whole plan mm. as he's kind of dabbing his face, clearing off the glue. Yeah. Uh, which kind of looks painful, actually. It, it does. Painful. I yeah. mean, I, I presume that they could only do this sequence, this moment, with in sort of one take. Really, they must have had like multiple cameras getting the reveal. Yeah, must have done. Right. Yeah. Um, but his plan because... is to give heroin away for free. Yes. Uh, which seems really nice of him actually it does Uh, he'll be distributor and wholesaler through the chain of filet of soul restaurants there you go Um, that's the plan yeah Uh, and and is it just it's it's just to create as many addicts as possible right yes that's right so that when when he stops giving it for free he can he can he can uh, make it any any price he wants. Hmm. Is that right? That's right. I mean, that's kind of a supply and demand. Supply and demand. Yeah, he's essentially giving out little free amuse bouches and yeah, yeah, 
Well, that's that then. This is the butterhook moment. He's asked yes. for his watch and he takes his watch off and he flows it over. And, mm. um, and then he tests Solitaire with the serial number on the back of, of Bond's watch. That's right. Which isn't right. Mm. Well, he sort of pretends it's right and lets yeah. Bond go and knocks him out and sends him to the farm. Mm. And Whisper sort of tries to sort of... Whisper comes in looking like one of the white stripes <laughs> and then like <laughs> picks him up and... and, and obviously struggles with him mm. roger moore's a big guy yeah and uh and he's obviously struggling with him sort of one arm mm. lift i mean god the poor guy's back mm. must have been mashed up yeah um then we find out that solitaire was lying or she was she wasn't telling the truth and kananga basically writes her off that's it she's gonna die he's gonna yeah. kill her yeah she's no good for him she's, yeah. that's it she's doomed uh-huh Bond then wakes up uh, on his way to the well to the farm. Yeah, to so, uh, so the real Kananga's farm, Ross Kananga. Yeah, and the trespasses will be eaten sign was a real sign. Yeah, it's genuinely there. Not, yeah, not a prop. No, and of course, as we know, it's Kananga who does the stunt. Yes. Yeah. Crazy. Mad. Oh, it's such a good... I mean, this bit... You, you talked about watching this a lot when you were little. This is the first Bond film I remember seeing on telly. Uh, yes. When I was quite yes. little. And this bit just stuck with me. The fact that he's then put onto that tiny island uh, with all those bits of chicken and all the crocodiles slowly making their way to him. Oh, my God. It used to terrify yeah. me. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is... Um, when we were talking... When, when I was trying to think of... Uh, a, a Q branch um, gadget for this film mm. that he would have needed. It was this sequence that I was kind of thinking of, or yeah. it was at first. Mm. Um, it's not what I actually went for in the end. Okay. Um, but this is a bit of a pickle. And he tries to kind of um, harness, uh, using his watch, he tries to sort of, mag- using the kind of, um, the ore eyes, what they're, what they're called. Um, the things that hold the oars. The things that hold the oars. Yeah. He tries to um, attract them with his magnet, and and he does, but the boat's tied off. Yeah. So that's out. That's out of the window. Mm. So the only the only option is to um, use the old uh, stepping st- stepping stone trick. Yes. And Ross Kananga did this in Crocodile Shoes. Yes, that's right. As a kind of funny in joke. Wow. Yeah. Incredible. I mean, unfortunately, they are tied down they are tied down yeah right so they could only just they, they, there's a few takes though in the making of so you can see he got nipped in the ankles as he went over oh right and pulled really? down yeah quite a few but the, the, the one take that he does oh fucking hell it looks spectacular though doesn't it yeah it does you wouldn't be able to it's do that great. nowadays because it would be definite animal cruelty yeah absolutely um, yeah but jesus yeah, what a stunt. Mm. Incredible. Madness. Madness, really. So this is the point. He he leaves the gate open. Mm. Um, and, and of course, pre, pr- prior to this, of course, we learn during the feeding of the crocodiles how Teehee came to lose his arm. Yeah, that's right. And uh, we get all that information. Albert, the uh, crocodile, ripped it off. Um, so we learned that already. And how to get a crocodile to open its mouth. Well, what was the, what's the first one? Well, there's one about jamming a pencil in. Get a pencil and jab it right between his eyes, or just behind his eyes. That's right. And the second one is simple. Hmm. You reach into his mouth and put his teeth out. Hmm. <laughs> Helpful. 
Very. Mm. But Bond, uh, Bond uh, fucks the place up by leaving a trail of chickens to the crocodile going and then setting fire to it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's merciless. Up yours. For everyone. The crocodiles, the, the, the scientists. The scientists really panic. Yeah. I mean, before they know that the place is on fire, it's mm. slight overreaction. I mm. mean, crocodiles are fast, but I mean, they'll, they'll be all right. Yeah, you, but, you want one, one coming into your workplace, though, don't you? <laughs> Really? <laughs> well, no, I suppose not. No, but they just want the chicken, you know. It'll be that bit of the Simpsons where the elephant comes to the peanut factory. There'll be one guy going, "Guys, the day we've always prepared for has arrived." <laughs> I mean, I would imagine that it's happened quite a lot, right? Yeah, I yeah. mean, they're working. It's a there's a there's a crocodile farm. Hmm. There's crocodiles everywhere. Hmm. There's a crocodile. That, you know, we're already aware that there's crocodiles just walking freely about the place, hmm. um, and so. I'm sure it's. I'm sure a crocodile snuck in before. Yeah, but anyway, Bond yeah. sets the place alight. Yeah, and makes off on a on a nearby static speedboat. Yes, and then um, we get the speedgoat, speedgoat, speedboat chase. <laughs> speedgoat chase. Yeah, amazing, they're on goats. Oh my god! Well, hey, it would be. Um, <laughs> it's uh, yeah. This is so. This is the first sequence he filmed. Yeah. Um, the first. Um, so two weeks of the shooting schedule was this um, um, this this sort of whole thing set in the bayou, mm. and um, he actually injured himself. He injured his tooth. Yeah, uh, I think in the second day of shooting, and had to t- take a day off. Um, but yeah, so yeah, this was his first thing he shot. So this was really genuinely exciting when I was mm. a kid. Same. Like, they made a I video game the- out of this bit. Did they? Yeah, there was an uh, Amiga game. It was a clone of Spy Hunter, that um, uh, arcade game where you're just driving along shooting. Oh, no, that was the Spy Who Loved Me. The Live and Let Die one they did was a first-person speedboat game. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Wow, I never played that. I never had an Amiga, you see. I was um, oh. I was a Commodore man, and then I just got a Mega Drive. Ah, I see. Um, so I went straight into the console. But, mm. um, yes, uh, lovely sequence. Mm. It's Lots so of fun. Good. It's we, really great. We do great. get the racism, though. There's, there, there is a lot of that. There's a moment mm. where... So we're introduced to Sheriff... Uh, is it W.T.? J.W. Pepper. J.W. Pepper. Mm. Um, and, yeah, it's uh, it's it's very much... Um, I mean, it's the same. It's kind of a, it's, it's a, a, a sort of role reversal in that the negative of the Harlem scene earlier on in the film. Mm. Um, true, how yeah. is this, you know, there's a moment where, um, I mean, we're jumping forward a little bit here mm. up until this bit, we've seen weddings being destroyed mm. and, uh, swimming pools being invaded by, uh, speedboats full of yeah. men who genuinely look like they, they want to find a way out. They're sort of still looking for like the, the next turning in the river, but they're actually in a speedboat. Yeah. Uh, and so I mean maybe we're jumping too far forward but basically Bond uh, is in a there's a chase on and the police are involved Mm. and uh, J.W. Pepper's brother-in-law owns the fastest boat in the bay in the bayou that's right the River Ranger. Yeah. And um and uh he um 
he looks like a kind of prop forward. Mm. Um, Mike Teague. And um, he... Uh, <laughs> He's he's knocked out by by Adam. Yeah, who Tommy also Lane. Adam got a lot of racist abuse when he got pulled over earlier. So. Oh yeah, yeah, a, a lot. Oh, that's right. It's, it is earlier. Sorry, no, you're right. Yeah. It is earlier when yeah. he's talking about. I imagine this isn't your debut at this sort of thing. And, yeah, he calls him and, boy um, a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does. Mm. He does. Although I will say he does call he does call um, the oyster man boy as well. The mm. old the old man later on. That's true. Um, so he does kind of call everyone boy. Mm. And I wonder if they film that after this sequence, this arrest sequence, which is uh, quite hard to swallow nowadays. Yeah. Really. Um, yeah. Uh, anyway, mm. so um, Tommy Lane Adam mm. knocks out the brother-in-law. To, in order to steal the fastest ship uh, on the bayou, and it's yeah. and and this and this this sorry this boat is kind of like the nitrous version of like the you know the cheat motorbike you could get on <laughs> Road Rage Two. Yes, <laughs> it's like <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of all black, yeah, with horns, mm. and it just looks badass. It does. Um, and then, of course, we have the joke with the brother-in-law. This is my brother-in-law. Here comes my brother-in-law. Mm-hmm. Here he is. And, um, and, yeah, and we have that, yeah. that moment. That's, that's nice. That's that bit. <laughs> but long story short, Rog gets away. Rog gets away, and it's a brilliant, uh, again, this is another great henchman scene. Mm. Um, we've sort of... Uh, Adam has established himself as kind of a main man, yeah. one of Mr. Big's main men, and um, and he gets the death he deserves, yeah. frankly, which is um, again excellent improv skills from Bond, mm. loading up the uh, the can of petrol, uh, throwing it in his face, disorientating him further by sticking coming back round and sticking the car in the throttle in uh, full power. Yeah. Spinning the boat around and around, um, and then sort of shunting him into a, the back of a like a what is it a tanker or something? Something like that, yeah, yeah. Causing him to explode, causing oh. the boat to explode. Yeah. And this they could only do once. Yes, this explosion. Have you have you seen the picture? Yeah, it's great, isn't it? it so is. there's a picture of Roger Moore drinking a, or cheers cheersing with a glass of champagne That's or something, right. isn't it? Yeah. And the explosion's taking place behind him. And it's yeah. that explosion. Yeah, and his hair's all over the place. Oh, he looks fantastic. Yeah. And then we go to the island where the ceremony's happening, where they're going to kill Solitaire. They're going to kill Solitaire. And uh, she's, um, yeah, she's kind of been brought out to the place that we've seen. We saw Baines killed in the oh. first, in the pre-titles. Exactly, yeah. Um. And we kind of see the whole ritual this time round. Mm. Um, we see the whole dance. Really great athletic performance by the um, the kind of witch doctor dude. Yeah, it kind um, of looks like if they, the Olympic ceremony that year was in Saint Monique. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's just lots going on. There's loads going on. But Bond is snuck, uh, stuck onto the island with. The help of Felix and Quarrel, as I mentioned And earlier. Quarrel, they're back, yeah. This is yeah. where Felix gives him his uh, magnum, um, his magnum PI. Which will blow your his, head uh, clean off. Which will blow your head clean off. Yeah. Um, magnum PI. Uh, and also he's given, a, um, a, importantly, a shark gun, a shark pellet gun for the way back. Yes. 
Um, so this is an air-powered or, I suppose, um, compressed air-powered gun, mm-hmm. which fires, a, again, a compressed air bullet Yes. Um, to blow up sharks. And, uh, yeah, so he's given this equipment. And Quarrel, meanwhile, also goes with him to plant bombs in the poppy fields. That's right, yes. So Bond goes to rescue Solitaire and uh, finish off Kananga and Samadhi. And, and he has to do it all in the, in the amount of time it takes for the bomb, the detonator to and go And how off. fucking so. great does Roger Moore look in all black with a holster? Oh, yeah, mm. great. Which they did. They I copied mean, with Daniel cost- Craig Inspector, didn't they, on the poster? Yeah. yeah, yeah, which I got really excited about. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, <clears throat> yeah. So, so mm. he looks, he looks great. I mean, he's forty-five. Yeah. It's worth. It's forty-five. Mental. It's yeah. fantastic. But he just starts anyway. blowing everybody away, which I really like. Yeah, he just goes for it. So it mm. starts off with the, uh, uh, yeah, the guy. Well, it starts off with the witch doctor, then a, then a member of the crowd sort of jumps mm. in, mm-hmm. um, and then of course at this point, uh, Baron Samadhi has been summoned mm. um, by the uh, the local voodoo villagers mm. to um, appear to, to any any sort of elevates himself out of the out of the grave. Yes, and again, this bit really confused me when I was a kid as yeah. well, because here he was. Alive, we were supposed to believe on one hand that this was all stage managed mm. and to keep everyone in order, mm. but on the other hand, we never really got a sense that any of this mysterious, that any of this magic was real up no. until now. <clears throat> yeah, so it blows the top of his head off. It blows the top of his head off, which he looks up at, yeah. which I always thought it was kind of eh, didn't sit well with me at the time, yeah. and then. Um, I've let it go now, but then he and then he just destroys him, and he's essentially made of kind of porcelain. Yeah. Um, and then they uh, tap on the grave, and another one comes up. Yeah. Yeah. And when I was a kid, mm. I thought, "Oh, that's the real one," and the other one was some sort of robot thing. Yeah. I still but kind of think I that. I think it is the miss is that it has to be that because he's what happens later, and he really can't die. No. So there is that magic. He tries there, to fight Bond for a second with a machete and doing this yeah, funny dance. Yeah, it's the campist. Uh, it's the campist sort of thing, you know, mm. I've ever seen. Mm. It, it, he was an expert dancer, wasn't he? Yeah. Holder. He was a choreographer and uh, a jazz dancer and and uh, and lived to a very old age. And Roger said he was fucking great as well. Like to, when oh, they were on yeah. location, and Jane Seymour did, said it as well that he was really, really good and really good fun. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, he has fun, mm. and he really, you know, he he makes this film, I think, sort of stand out. Really, I think uh, his character kind of almost sort of defines the film. It's mm. his kind of, it's him that you see on the front of the kind of the DVDs now, yeah, and the pretty of, much. And yeah. it's uh, yeah, but Bond just thumps him and knocks him into a box of snakes. Just yeah, box him into a box of snakes. He has yeah. sex with some snakes and yeah. dies. The way he wanted to go. Uh, the way, well, who wouldn't? Yeah. And uh, he's, he's yeah, so he's he's dead now in the coffin. And then Bond goes, right, okay, I'm going to find out what's, what's going on. Mm. And that's when we sort of see that it's kind of all stage managed and it's all a facade, mm. um, which is, yeah. Well, he, kind taps of weird, the, he taps the tombstone again and it's like a trap door comes down. And as the guy's manning it, Bond just like kicks him right in the face. Kicks him right in the face. <laughs> in which, in which, at which point, 
the guard who is sat on in inside the mixing desk yeah. area of yeah. the of the lair yeah. um just uh says trouble That's i mean right. it's just as far as brevity is concerned <laughs> it's a brilliant it's a brilliant line yeah. trouble does a lot. That's it. Hmm. Done. But then uh, a chase ensues in hmm. a in a, a cave system, yeah. which uh, I believe is partly real and partly sets. And the hmm. real cave really smelt bad because mm-hmm. of the bats. Yeah, that's right. Um, Guano stunk. But yeah, there's a there's a whole fight, and then and then they find Kananga. They find Kananga, who's in a, like an amazing mood. Yes, like it's like he's done a shit ton of MDMA or yeah, something. He's really happy. So happy, mm. like it, it's kind of it, again. It's sort of it throws you a bit mm. because he's always like I think Yafet Koto mm. and Guy Hamilton. I don't think they really saw eye to eye, mm. um, and I think it was down to um, his, Yafet's kind of approach mm. um, and his, I suppose, relaxed form. He's so good in this thing. He's brilliant. Mm-hmm. He's excellent. Yeah. And this, and then this, and this one, and and actually, it's it, it starts off weird that he's so happy. Yeah. And so friendly and sort of um, jovial. And then there's a moment where um, uh, he says something about solitaire being accustomed to death or something. Yeah. You'll soon be accustomed to death, and it's genuinely quite creepy. It's quite frightening. It used to freak me out when him and Bond go to fight, and he does those weird kind of knife dances yeah he's like imitating like a cobra or mm, something yeah and it's kind of like a distraction so i used to i used my old my oldest friend who um john who i bought your book for in fact i asked i asked you to um sign a uh you actually signed a whisper quote for him oh that's right. um yes. which was shall i open it um <laughs> and uh yeah he loved it but but we used to do this sort of whole fight sequence at the westgate swimming pool in chichester mm-hmm. and uh we used to use our locker keys we used to get locker keys uh around the wrist those were our sort of knives mm-hmm. uh and then we'd take it in turns and throw each other into the pool and <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and pretend to be Kananga and Bond. So, yeah, I know this sequence quite well. Mm. Um, uh, it's this is after this is all after they've been strung up and yes. that he's Kananga's cut his arms and attracted a, a shit ton of tiger sharks into the pool and established um, what the air pellet will do by shooting Whisper's couch. Yes. Oh, we've 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 jumped a bit, haven't we? Yeah. So whiskers, whis, whiskers, whiskers, whisper. His cat henchman. Whiskers is yeah. is on the chair. Don't worry yeah. about whiskers. He's fine. Yeah. Whisper uh, is um, sat on a sort of uh, a leatherette, mm-hmm. black leatherette sofa. Yeah, and um, Kananga, who is um, intrigued about this this new sort of weapon, this shark gun, yeah. tries it out on Whisper, which which um, inflates the sofa. And it's hilarious. It's just brilliant. It's his legs. Yeah. He can't get any kind of footing or anything, so he's just kind of rolling <laughs> all over the place. It's amazing. <laughs> it's, it's, it's genuinely, it is genuinely hilarious. Especially because he's basically done it out of spite, because a second ago Whisper's like, <laughs> like he's like one of the crows from Danger Mouse. Yeah. So, so Kananga's like, right, I'm fucking sick of you laughing at everything I say. Have the, some of this. Shoots the sofa. Well, at first you think he's going to shoot Whisper. Yeah. Um, I wish he had. 
It just shows you Kananga's got a sense of humour. Mm. He's in a very good mood. Yeah. Um, I wish he had. <laughs> Could have got so two then, exploding men for the price of one. Oh, gosh. Mm. Um, yeah. So they're up on the uh, they're up on this winch. Yeah. Above the pool, Bond's bleeding into the pool, yeah. which is sending the sharks like crazy. Mm. They're really hungry. Mm. Um, uh, when they were filming this, uh, Jane Seymour was very was was quite frightened of of, of the height of the thing, mm. and they were tied together for quite a while. Uh, and Roger sort of would make jokes about the fact that she was a virgin or something. Mm. Like there was sort of some inappropriate joking going on. Just sort of keep her, just to keep her calm. Um, don't worry, you're a virgin. Don't worry, don't worry about it. You're a virgin, love. Um, it's basically that in yeah. the diary. I can't remember exactly mm. what he says, but it's basically mm. I made a joke about how she's still a virgin. Mm. Um, weird. Yeah. Anyway, um, he, he, he uses his watch and saws his way through. His, his watch is also a saw. Yeah, didn't which know we that, didn't did know. No. Which is great fun. You could have used that, that to chop up Caruso's head. Yeah. The beginning. I don't know why he would have done that, but there was ample time there to, you know, just tell us what the watch can do. Yeah, I think so. But I just like the fact that it's got the watch has got its sort of own kind of repertoire of, of tricks. Yeah. Anyway, so it it's it's it proves a worthy saw. Saws through the rope, he athletically swings down, kicks Whisper into a, a watertight metal part uh what's the word? Container. Yeah. Heroin container, and that's like, the end of Whisper. It's like a giant sex toy. It is like a giant. It is. He has to do the buzzing inside to make it a vibrator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Different speeds. Yeah. Uh, You've come, sir. <laughs> Shall I open? Can you open it? <laughs> Can you open it? <laughs> <laughs> Whisper's done for, isn't he? Yeah, he's gone, he's gone, he's gone. There's no air in there. It's a horrible, horrible death for Whisper. He's yeah. just locked in a watertight metal container. He's going to run out of oxygen, probably. He in can't a... shout for help. <laughs> help! It's like one of those horrible nightmares you have where you go to scream and you can't. Yeah, it's awful. Yeah. Awful death. Um, anyway, the, oh. a fight ensues. Yeah. Kananga adopts the, the cobra stance. Yeah distraction with the hands and everything and, and then they both end up in the pool yeah i think yafet didn't like going in the pool either i think oh, that really? was they, something yeah they wanted to did roger try to calm him down by telling him he was a virgin uh he did but it didn't cut it don't worry you've never been bummed don't worry yafet you've never been bummed <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what you're worried about you've never been bummed <laughs> <laughs> Yafet was worried about um, getting. I can't remember what it was. He's 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 he was worried about well drowning. Bummed by a maybe. shark. Maybe bummed by a shark. Yeah, but yeah. He, he but he in the end he relented and decided he wanted. To, I think it was that he wanted a double to be used because mm. he was going to get cold or he was mm. going to drown. Anyway, he got in. And, and they, uh, they have a little struggle underwater, and then Rog, well, Rog Bond slips the uh, pellet into his mouth and just kind of pushes him down. Yes, like it's a, like that activates it. Well, yeah, yeah. That's what I, I mean. He doesn't have to swallow it, does no, he? No, no. I mean, it's quite a hefty bullet. It is. You know. Yeah. I mean, it's about the size of a a lighter. Oh, a genuine <laughs> Felix lighter. 
<laughs> a genuine Phoenix lighter. What's your it's opinion a- of him when he comes out of the water as a giant sort of uh, massive balloon man? It was always funny. Yeah, it is. will never not be funny. It was always funny for me. Like it wasn't, you know, there are some moments where, you know, Walken's death, for example, in View to a Kill, when he yeah. makes that, that decision to laugh before he falls. He yes. knows he's going to fall, so he just laughs. Yeah. It's such a, an amazing choice. Yes. Um, to do to do the furthest thing, to, to make the, the furthest physical choice from the moment is just a really brave thing. And obviously poor Yaffet didn't get the opportunity. No. But because he's replaced by, uh, you know... A garbage pal kid. A garbage pal kid. <laughs> <laughs> a cabbage patch doll. Yeah, it's really um, weird. Uh, but it's funny. And, it is, it, and it, again, it's like a really weird close-up of it. Like it's been yeah, from a, a sort of a cra- crash zoom. Yeah, and it's just like, and he's just farting his way. He just farts himself to like. Yeah, he's he's farted out of the pool. Yeah, that is his. <laughs> that's that's what's causing the projectile. He's he's his power is his guff. What a way to go! He's guffed himself to the to the ceiling, <laughs> and he's uh... <laughs> he's like dad on Boxing Day. <laughs> he's dad on boxing day a rich dad well, got very a pool. Rich. yeah um it's dad's dad's it's dad's pool trick can you, can you um, imagine if you were swimming with your dad on boxing day in your posh house <laughs> that, suddenly, that happened it'd be You'd never forget it, would you? Oh, yeah, well, I mean, yo, I mean, as as long as he didn't die, yeah. If he managed, if anyone, if I ever saw anyone on, you know, you bet, or if they ever bring back you bet, or oh, any kind of like show where someone can fart themselves out of a swimming pool, <laughs> take my money, take my life. I wonder what Damien from Brookside would make of that. <laughs> He was always a guest on New Bet. Was he? Yeah, he was always like, oh, I don't, I don't think he can do that. I'm not doing that. <laughs> oh, he's a lovely bit. You Bet was the birth of rap, wasn't it? Yeah. Bet. They had a You Bet rap. Anyway, so yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. He, he he comes, yeah, yeah, he, he, he. he you want to put yeah. a bet on it? You Bet. Yeah. No, so you want to get on it? Yeah. You, you bet. bet. Well, you better get on it. Oh, no, hang on. Don't sweat. Get set. Yeah. Are you ready? You Bet. Yeah. There you go. That's Brucey, isn't it? That's Brucey's rap. People forget that Brucey hosted it first. That's right, before Matthew Kelly. That's right. Do you remember the theme tune? No. I've been doing a lot of quizzes, John. Yeah, you have. A load. Have you? Yeah, I have, yeah. I host one every Monday night oh. for my family. That's very good. Um, so, yeah, I'm learning loads. Wow. Learning loads. Perhaps this is all um, over, you could pitch a new one. Pitch a new Bond quiz. film. A quiz. Oh, a quiz. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. 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 Maybe. Anyway, so, yeah, yeah. Um, the end of Kananga. He's all mm. over the place. He explodes into little Farts pieces. himself. Yes. Um, <laughs> and what's the quip? What's the joke? He did have an overinflated opinion. Inflated view. Yeah. He should go, fucking hell, did you see that? (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hell. He just farted himself to death. He just farted himself to death. Did you see that, Solitaire? (laughs) 
Stop crying. She's, all, she, she's already in the monorail. <laughs> sort of take it out. Look. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, you um, keep going on about it on the boat on the way home. I just can't. I can't believe what he did. Yeah, Quarrel's like, okay, okay, enough. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just I've never seen that happen. He just I came he burst. Have, I thought he might have a heart attack or something. I didn't think he'd do that. <laughs> <laughs> he. Uh, so where do they? Where are they next? I'm trying to think where they are next. Oh well, next they're going to get the train. They get the train. So that's to make it. They, love. They get the train, and they're. I mean, uh, what are you going to do on a train for sixteen hours? Oh. I'm sure. We'll... I'm sure we'll 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 work something out. What's yeah. it? What's the line? I know that they were both really hungover when they when they. That's filmed, right. Yeah. Um, this scene. Uh, him and him and. Um, David were uh, were feeling a touch tender that mm. day. Anyway, this is where we get to see that they're in fact being followed by Teehee. Yeah, uh, he says, "What the oh. hell? What the hell are you two going on a train for four hours?" And he says, "Say goodbye to Felix, darling." Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And then they're playing cards. Yeah, he's teaching her to play gin rummy, and she beats him, and he gets yeah. the ump. That's right. Testing- he gets the ump and goes testing an old adage. Yeah. Unlucky at cards. Unlucky at cards. I'm getting anal. <laughs> is that an old adage? Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. She probably. He, the thing is, she's so pure that I know. she probably. <laughs> Unlucky at cards. I'm getting anal. Um, James wow. has been teaching me all these old expressions. Yes, don't tell anyone about them. <laughs> uh, yes, you're quite right. A mail sack gets split open by. Gets satisfyingly people. split open. Mm. I might add. It's an incredibly mm. sharp claw or an incredibly delicate bag. Yeah. But it's a satisfying moment, and uh, he. Then we get to see he destroys the fuse box on the train, yeah, uh, which turns the lights out. Mm. Solitaire's waiting in the. Uh, bed. Bond's talking his balls or something, something in like the that. bathroom. Yeah, Solitaire's in the bed. We're just washing his bell in the sink. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> James, what are you doing? You've been here for ages. Anyway, yes. Just, so, so Bond's washing, washing his bed under the sink. Yeah. Solitaire's waiting in bed for him to come out of the bathroom. And yeah. she holds it. She, she, her hands like, she's just, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, and she sort of... We, she reaches sort of, out. Does she reach out or she's just just there? Yeah, well, she's talking about other places you'd like to have sex, I think. She's like, like daydreaming, as it were. And yeah, her hand's kind of Is hanging she? over the side of it. I thought she was. Maybe I'm wrong. And then Teehee's claws getting very close to snipping her finger off. Oh, yes. And then Bond comes yeah. in. and Bond uh, comes in, sees her, kicks the, the bed shut. shut. Yeah. Um, which would be incredibly uncomfortable and painful. Mm, yes, it would. Um, and then he and, and uh, have a fight, which this always confused me as a kid because this is so close to the spy who loved me. And as a kid, I used to always get the spy who loved me. Do you mean? Do you mean? Um, oh, I see. With yes, the fight yes, with sorry. Jaws and the train. Yes, it's basically of course. The same yeah, yeah. Train. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's right. Did you, Did you see the spy who loved me before um, Live and Let Die, or did you see them? No, in I just because they were on telly so much. I I used to get the medal. You know, you, you, yeah. When of you course, say to people yeah, about yeah. Bond film, they go, "Oh, is that the one with the?" 
I yeah, used to yeah. always think, oh, the train bit, is that living that die on the spile of me? But yeah. it turns out it's yeah, both. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's a couple, there's a lot of train action in Bond, isn't there? Mm. There's, there's, you know, so, but yeah. yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. But, but they there's have some a great fight. Again, some great invention. It's almost mm. like kind of like the uh, the beginnings of kind of what became kind of born mm. fighting, you know, with like magazines or sort of fairly um, uh, banal and um, uh, what's the word? Benign objects, mm. like a pack of cards or, you know, something something to use in a fight. I'd have liked Bourne more if he'd have snipped out the the little wires in Teehee's arm with that satisfying pew. Oh, pow. yeah. Yeah, doing. Yeah. It's proper doings. I love it as well because Teehee's doing that, oh, shit face. Oh, no, don't yeah. do that. Because he's got onto the He's window. not a great fighter. He sort of gives away. He's got Teehee's got a tell, which is that yeah. every before he makes a move, he sort of goes, hey. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> and sort of punctuates every punch and mm. move with a hey, yeah. Um, which um, you know. So is this Teehee's? Li- is this Teehee's license to kill? Uh, is he avenging his boss? His boss. His, his boss. Oh, his, bu- <laughs> his boss. That was my bus. You crashed. <laughs> I paid a lot to get that over here from London. <laughs> Painted blue. Um. Uh. Yes. Yeah. He's avenging mm. his boss. Yeah. Um. Maybe he's plans to take over the the poppy. You know, poppy seeds. It's a robust plant, mm. as Kananga points out. You know, it will grow back. Mm. Um. And so, you know, maybe that's what his plan is. But instead, he gets his hand claw locked on a window. Yeah. Handle. And very satisfying because. What Roger does is open the window by by essentially using him, sort of levering his his weight, yeah, by picking his legs up, yeah, and then chuck sort of su- chucking chucking him out. It's a very satisfying piece uh, of. And then the window shuts, but his arm's still attached. Yeah, brilliant. But he gets it off quite quickly, doesn't he? he just yeah. throws it off and says, "What's the quit there?" Oh, um, just just chucking my arm. Out, just chucking this guy's arm out. No, what? <laughs> he said, "I'm just being disarming, darling." That's it. <laughs> so, and then it. he gets back into bed with Solitaire, and then we get the scene which again scared me a bit as a kid, where yeah, you see the back. front of a he's train, right. and Samedi sat on the front laughing. Yeah. So he's the magic does exist. Mm. And, you just um, have to look for it, Jim. But there's many, you know, there's elements to it where. You know, we were used to such kind of, I suppose, well, I suppose sort of towards the, we really kind of got the, the, the whole kind of, the ending, the format of each ending of Bond being somewhere isolated with a, with the with the woman he saved and he's just having sex with her and everyone's watching. Mm. Um, that doesn't happen in this. No. Um, but it happens in quite a few Conneries, doesn't it? Does it no. happen in? It certainly happens in Fiori's only. Does it? Does yeah. it happen in Gold Goldfinger? I can't remember. No, they're under a parachute, aren't they? That's right. Yeah, that's right. But it's really the more. I mean, it just goes. It gets ridiculous, and they introduce Margaret Thatcher into the into the fold. Yeah, which is going to ruin any kind of lovemaking, really. <laughs> I think that's oh, that's great. Improving. But yeah, but then yeah. <clears throat> so Baron Samdi's there. He's still alive. The magic exists, mm. and that's the end what, of Living and Dying. 
What a film. And now, Jim, it's time for me to ask you some quick-fire questions. Go for it. Okay, so, Jim, what's your favourite Bond film? I think we know. Live and Let Die. Yeah. What's your least favourite Bond film? I'm going to say Spectre, John. Mm, that's a surprise. It, it's because I think it was because I, I felt uh, so disappointed. Mm. Um, there are, I'm sure, I mean, it's tricky. I watched um, oh, um, The World Is Not Enough the other day. Yeah. And I, I don't really enjoy that one much. No. But at um, least it's got something that kind of... Yeah. Spectre just kind of bored me. Yeah. I hate to say it. Yeah, I'm afraid I agree with you there. Um, can you give me your best Bond... Ma- Sorry, I'll start again. Can you give me your best made-up Bond film title? Dr. Finger. <laughs> okay. Or does it have to be an amalgamation of other... No, no, no. It can be anything oh. you want. I mean, there was the man with the diamond eyes as well, which is kind of, but that's sort of a henchman, isn't it? Really, mm. the man with the diamond. Mm. But yeah, Doctor Finger was, was. Have you had that one before? No. Wow. No, Doctor Finger. Okay. Uh, so Bond is full of silly lady names such as Holly Goodhead, Plenty O'Toole, and Penelope Smallbone. Can you give me your best Bond lady name? Patty Backside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that one. It's sexy. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so you are Q. What gadgets would you have made for Bond in this film if you had your way? Well, I did think about a outboard shoe, <laughs> like a shoe with an outboard engine mm-hmm. um, for the for the crocodile moment. Of course, yeah. But I think in this film, I thought about this actually, mm. John, mm-hmm. and I think some kind of signet ring where he can... Um, adopt the control of the of the car that he's in right so for the moment in new york when charlie gets hit mm-hmm. uh so he's got control of the car so that's kind of like tomorrow never tomorrow never dies yeah. no yeah. yeah tomorrow never dies yeah. um the same sort of thing but yeah. and also he can use it in the cab as well when he's picked up by the the taxi driver for the second time and yeah. driven to the aerodrome mm. he can use it then there's a couple of moments where he's stuck in a car in this no oh, i like it so that would be my thing. Okay, and um, finally, who would you have as James Bond next? Oh, gosh. And we've discussed this on Twitter, John. Mm, I know. I mean, it, there's a kind of, I suppose there is a sort of shortlist going around. Mm. Look, I if he was five years younger, I would say Fassbender mm. all day long. Mm. I think he would make an absolutely fantastic Bond. I agree. And he's not as old as Roger Moore was in Live and Let Die, is he? Is he 45? 43. Yeah. So, is it too late? Mm. Because he would be be amazing. He would. I totally agree with you, but they don't make the films as quickly as they used to. So, he'd probably be like, he'd do one at 43, then his next one would be like 48. 46 yeah, yeah yeah so i mean look i'm i'm in the i'm in the hardy camp then in that case mm-hmm. i'm in the hardy camp i'd be happy I, 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 I i think so i think because the thing is is that before you know with with roger and sean um they'd had some tv experience mm. and and at the time that was enough but i feel like after daniel craig one thing daniel craig's really got and that is chops like mm. proper acting chops mm. um and so I think to follow him, follow him, and if they're planning on making 
Bond a kind of a narrative with a through line, which mm. is, which I'm not really into. But no, I'm not at all. If that's the if that's the plan, then I think you need someone who can um, adopt sort of nuance really in a performance. Mm. And for me, Cavill isn't that guy. But I would go. So I would go with Hardy because of his experience and because of his weight and he's got you know he's got everything else. Yeah. Again, I'd be very happy with any of those. Yeah. So there's no. Who? There's no... who uh, yeah. Who, who, yours is you're a Cavill man, right? I do. I there's something about him. I think he's a bit Brosnan and a bit more. And I think we need to go more, more. Next. I think we need to go more, more. Hmm. I think we need to um, sort of. It's 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 it's. I've really enjoyed a lot of Daniel Craig's bonds. Hmm. But it is in danger of becoming a little bit too po-faced. Yeah. And um, I think that we need to bring back the the fun. Yes. Which is kind of what, when you watch the Mission Impossible films of late, you're like, ah, real stunts and fun. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. exactly, exactly. So, you know, but for me, it's more about, I suppose, a charisma. It's more about... um, believing that this guy is capable of of finding the 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 wit of the character but also the cold-blooded killer i'm surprised you haven't put yourself forward well you know do you know what i missed an audition for a lab technician no new bond yeah oh i couldn't go because i was filming something else i was filming sex ed i think but um it's just a small part but it's a in it's for this film um no time to die and it's yeah. uh it's um yeah it, yeah so yeah there you go so you know look who knows yeah i mean you know people who bloody have, knows who knows you could be you <laughs> can you imagine you've got the same it's name sort of like potato <laughs> a potato bond i'll put you forward for q the world's not ready for a potato bond Hey, look, there you go. I mean, that would be something special, that, mm. playing Q. I mean, yeah. that's 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 more like it. Um, I meant the winged serpent, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> How about you? Who would you, who, who would you, if you could play anyone in Bond, not in, not obviously including Bond, yeah. like any of the fringe characters? The, the, the... I wouldn't mind doing Rory Kinnear's part of Mallory. Uh, oh, Mallory, yes. What's his name? Um, Taggart, no. Not Taggart. It'd be Bill it's Tanner. Something... Tanner. Yeah. Not Taggart. Not Taggart. No, I'll be Tanner because he no. doesn't have to do much. No, but he's got he's in he's there, he's mm. he's in the action. It's always there. It's just that he doesn't have to say or do much. What, what's easy. your opinion on sort of weaponizing M? I don't like it. It started with like The World it. Is Not Enough, which is when these writers came in, by the way. Right. Um and since then M's been integral to these films and I don't like it at all. It should be a book ended thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, Jim, thank you so much for coming on board. It's my pleasure. About... Yes. And uh, yeah, I've, I've long, long waited to do it. It's, it's yeah, yeah it's been an absolute pleasure, and, th- and and even more so to talk about my favourite Bond film. What an honour! It's been a very exciting experience for me too. It's one of my favourites. Cheers, John. Cheers, Jim. Bye, bye. Bye.
Oh, hello you. My name's Tom Price. Hello, I'm Dave Cribb. You should come and join us every day. We do a podcast called Cabin Fever, where we talk to loads of comedians who've had to cancel everything else in their lives. So they come on our podcast instead, don't they, Dave? Yeah, it's an isolation podcast. Uh, Dave, were you yawning the at the start of that sentence then? Was it just a little yawn? Yeah, it's basically the Great Big Owl isolation podcast. We'll have people on from all our podcasts, from your Rule of Threes, your Brian and Rogers, your musicals, your bitchins. If you like any of our podcasts, if you like any of those people, chances are they'll be logging onto the Zoom call and just chatting because, let's face it, they got nothing else to do. Also, there'll be a quiz on the bell. All right, see you soon. Lots of love. Cabin F-E-A-3709. Oh, 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 that's our Twitter name. Great Big Owl. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.